0: good evening, uh, brothers and sisters we have been talking about uh, the covenant how important it is and how serious God viewed the covenant that he made with us and when we fulfill the covenant we learned that last time that God will make us his special treasured possessions and uh, we we're going to read the scripture again to remind ourselves in Exodus 19, verse 5 and verse 6. Exodus 19, verse 5 and verse 6. Now, if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all nations you will be my treasured possessions. Although the whole earth is mine, you will be for me a kingdom, a priest, and a holy nation. These are the words you are to speak to the Israelites. So God wants to make us a distinguished people that stands up in this world, that testify for Him, that proclaim His greatness and His name. And uh, He will make us to be a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. So last time we learned that it started in our life as individual, we are distinguished from others because of the wisdom and the knowledge that God has given to us. And uh, another thing that stand up in in our life is loyalty. Remember Daniel and his friend; they served in the Babylonian empire, uh, uh, an, an ungodly empire. But he was so loyal uh, to the. Uh, to Nebuchadnezzar that they could not find fault against him. So this is the quality that will uh, stand up when we fully fulfill the covenant because the quality of the person will determine the quality of the nation. Remember, God wants to make us that to be that holy nation. And then to, another thing that stands up is that we know the ways of God. That means we know God. The nation of Israel, they know the acts of God. But Moses knew the ways of God. He knew the heart of God. He knew the mind of God. So for us in this holy nation, as God's people, we, we got to saturate ourselves with the word of God, with the knowledge of God. And, and obey Because when we know the ways of God When we know the heart of God That's when we truly know God And that's how we stand up Because we know God And the other thing that, This is what we want to focus on tonight Is that God Make us a distinguished people By making us a holy nation A great nation A great nation. Let's uh, uh, read it in Deuteronomy 4. Deuteronomy 4 verse 5 onwards. See, I have taught you decrees and laws as the law my God commanded me, so that you may follow them in the land you are entering to take possession of it. Observe them carefully, for this will show your wisdom and understanding to the nations who will hear about all these decrees. Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. Verse 7, What other nation is so great as to have their gods near them the way the Lord our God is near us? whenever we pray to Him. And what other nations is so great as to have such righteous decrees and laws as this body of laws I'm setting before you today. So God wants to make us a distinguished, not just individual, but a a a nation, a holy nation, a great nation. So every one of us in this nation, we are a royal priesthood. We are to serve, to build, so that this nation becomes God's holy nation and becomes a great nation. And what determines uh, us being great? How can we be a great nation? Look at what, uh, let's go back to verse 6 here. Observe the the decrees. Uh, Verse 5, I've taught you decrees and laws as the law my God commanded me, so that you may follow them in the land you are entering to take possession of it. You see, the laws and decrees that God gave to Moses for the nation of Israel is for national building, so that when they enter into the promised land, the land that God has given to them, when they begin to establish that nation with the laws and the decrees that God has given, then they will become a holy nation. And more than that, they will become a great nation. And that's how we are to declare the praises of Him as royal priesthood and as holy nations. So, Remember, what makes us great is because we know the laws and the decrees of God. And Moses said, this is what God has commanded me to teach you so that you may obey them. What God has commanded, they are laws and decrees. It is for you to obey. It's not for you to decide whether you want to or not. But you as God's people, you are to obey the laws and the decrees from God. And uh, that's why it's very important that when we listen to the word of God, we we do not listen to what we want to hear, but we listen to what God wants to teach. Because the ways of God is different from the ways of man. Moses was trained in Egypt. He knew about the the, the ways to... to, to to uh, run a government according to the Egyptians' empire. And they are a very successful empire. They are a very big empire. Moses knew that. But he, he knows God's way. He wants to know God's way because he is to establish a holy nation. He is to establish a great nation in God. And Moses said, God has commanded me to teach you. So, so, People will say, oh, this doesn't suit me. It's not whether it suits you or not. It's whether it is the Word of God or not. If it's the Word of God, you jolly well obey. Even though you don't like. Because the Word of God is so clear. God's ways are not our ways. And God doesn't want us to follow the ways of this world. But rather that we may know His ways. And and that's why Moses said, God commanded me to teach you. So it's not what Moses wants to teach. It's what God wants him to teach. So I believe in this church, this is what we are doing. We want to teach what God wants us to teach and not what we want necessarily to teach. And so these rules and these laws and uh, decrees are for uh, national building. And we must be willing to be taught in them. Remember the nation of Israel? They don't want. They're so stiff-necked. They refuse to change. They wanted the ways of Egypt rather than the ways of God. And that's why that nation, God was so angry with that particular uh, generation. And so some people will say, oh, you know, what you teach is very difficult. It's very difficult to understand. It's very difficult to obey. You see, if it's something new, Very often this is what people react to. But to obey the decrees and the commands of God, remember they are new, they are different from the ways of the world. We have to learn them. We have to submit to them. We have to practice them. We have to follow them because that's not our ways. We've been going our ways. This is God's way. So now we have to obey them. Of course, it will take time. But God doesn't want us to have excuses to say, oh, we don't understand. If you don't understand, if it's the ways of God, you journey well, learn and understand them. So do not give excuse. That's what in Deuteronomy 30, verse 11 to 14. Deuteronomy 30, 11 to 14. Now, what I'm commanding you today is not too difficult for you or beyond your reach. It is not up in heaven so that you have to ask who will ascend into heaven to get it and proclaim it to us so we may obey it. Nor is it beyond the sea so that you have to ask who will cross the sea to get it and proclaim it to us so we may obey it. No. The word is very near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart so that you may obey it. So can you see? God knows. <laughs> he knows us. He knows how, how we want to give excuses to explain away why we don't want to obey. God is saying, no. The word is near you, is in your mouth, It's in your heart. You can obey it. And you have to obey it because these are commands, these are decrees. So Let's let's move on to Deuteronomy 4 verse 8. He says, And what other nation is so great as to have such righteous decrees and laws as this body of laws I'm setting before you today? This body of laws. The righteous decrees and laws. So we have to know the whole counsel of God. We have to know all that God wants to speak to us and not be selective and not you know, listen to what pleases our ears. Moses is saying, hey, you know, God's, God's laws, God's command, they are complete. It, it touches on different aspects and different areas of our life. And we are to obey them. We are to use them to build this holy nation, to build this great nation, so that we can testify to the nations of the world about the righteous decrees and the laws of God. So when we obey the laws of God, using the word of God uh, to build this nation, he said there will be righteousness. You know, when there is righteousness, it exalts the nation. It will brings about development, right? You know, when, they are, uh, uh, when, when the nation is corrupt, then there's a lot of uh, destruction and suffering. But when there's righteousness, things keep moving on and being built up and established, and, and it will result in peace and joy in the nation. So the, the other nations will notice The other nations will see and say, hey, you know, what other nations are like this? Not the nations round about. Okay, so so this body of laws, it includes government. How to establish the government? In Deuteronomy 1, Deuteronomy 1, 12 and 13, but how can I bear your problems and your burdens and your dispute all by myself? Choose some wise, understanding, and respected men from each of your tribes, and I will set them over you. So even though they are leaders, Moses is chosen by God. But yet Moses said, when we establish this government, you choose leaders, respected, those who are qualified, those who have the, the, the integrity and life and choose them to be your leaders and i will appoint them you know i will i will give them the authority so you see in terms of establishing government you rep- you choose and you choose your representative from different groups so that there is that that uh, fairness everyone are brought into focus uh, as far as their needs are concerned. And then when it moves on to the spiritual government, establishing the church, here the priests are not chosen by men. The priests are appointed, chosen and appointed by God. So you see the difference. They have authority to speak on behalf of God. And we better recognize that, that they are chosen by God, the Levites. They are separated. You know, God takes care of them. And God, uh, uh, as they serve God, as they represent God before the people and, and, and to God himself. And God said there's no other gods as far as uh, the spiritual family is concerned. And uh, in a church family, we are to practice mercy and holiness. And then the laws and decrees talk about the natural family where we must establish honor and thankfulness. Deuteronomy 5, verse 16. Honor your father and your mother as the Lord your God has commanded you so that you may live long and that it may go well with you in the land the Lord your God is giving you. So God teach how we should uh, run our family where there's honor in the home, there's respect for the leader, for the mother, for the father, and we are to be thankful. Thankful to them. And uh, the laws and decrees talk about education. Deuteronomy 32, verse 46 and 47, Moses said to them, Take to heart all the words I have solemnly declared to you this day. So that you may command your children to obey carefully all the words of this law. They are not just idle words for you. They are your life. By them, you will live long in the land you are crossing the Jordan to possess. So God has instructed parents you are to teach your children concerning the laws of God, concerning the ways of God. And, and you are to educate them. This is their life. This is the life that you're imparting to them, the word of God, not idle words, but the word for them to obey. It is their life. And uh, so we know today a lot of the education is left to the school. And uh, in our nation, at least it's still conservative. In certain Western nations, you know that today you cannot talk about male and female you know because there's another group uh, that's in between and you mustn't offend them and so on so kids are being taught even and at a young age they're being brainwashed concerning the gender identity and so on so if we have to face that kind of situation then probably we have to think again whether we should send our kids to that school or we start Private school, we start our own school uh, uh, so that we can train our kids. I guess that's the reason why uh, in Southern Asia they have homeschooling, because uh, they are in that kind of situation where they got no choice but to, to train the kids. Okay, so God lays down rules for us in the area of education, in the areas of science and technology. We discover God's order, law and order. And we are, when we understand this natural law, how can we use it so that it can uh, make our life better? We can use it to make our life better. uh, uh, So uh, uh, better quality of life out of it. So these are the things that, that God has given to us and we are to discover. In the economic, it teaches God is the provider. He takes care of us, and we are to take care of the needy. But more important, we are to empower the needy, so that they they can take care of themselves. So we see that God did that with the nation of Israel when they are in the wilderness, when they, they there's no food, they can't uh, do anything. God rain down manna every morning. But once they enter into the promised land, God wants them to plant. God wants us to sow, to plant, to cultivate, and to harvest. God empower them so that they can take care of themselves with God's blessing. And that's when the manna stops. Okay, so Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 15 verse 4. However there need be no poor people among you. For in the land the Lord your God is giving you to possess As your inheritance, he will richly bless you. So God teaches us that we are to use our economic strength to take care of the needy. But we also need to see how we can empower them so that they can get out of poverty and so that they can contribute to to society. And so we see the, the, the laws of God, the commandments of God, the decrees of God the body of law, when we put them into practice and begin to build the church, to build our family, to build our personal life, then we will become a great nation. We will become that holy nation uh, that will declare His praises. So, when we obey the laws of God, we, cannot be selective we can if we are selective we only obey certain parts which is what a lot of times what we do then we will stumble other people because in certain area we will be going against God and so we will stumble other people and so we got to be really radical and and just trust in the law and embrace the body of laws that God has given to us in all these different aspects of our life here so that we become that great nation. Look at 1 Peter 2, verse 6 to verse 9. 1 Peter 2, verse 6 to verse 9. For in Scripture it says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone, and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. that you may declare the praises of him who call you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Can you see the last verse that we read just now? You are chosen people of royal priesthood. That was, that was in the Old Testament when we fulfill the covenant. God will make us a, a, a royal priesthood, a kingdom of priests, and a, a holy nation, and God's special possessions that we may declare the praises of him. So, but but in, in, in the New Testament, in the New Covenant, how do we do that? We establish our life wholly upon the rock. Jesus, the chief cornerstone. We obey him. We build our life upon him, upon his word. And so when we do that, we are declaring the praises of him who has called us out of darkness into his wonderful light. He's talking about the kingdom. We are declaring that Jesus is king. We are declaring that Jesus is reigning in our nation. And we are that great nation, that holy nation that is different from the nations of the world. That we are declaring... His praises in this kingdom of light. Let's look at it in Colossians 1, verse 12 and 13. Colossians 1, verse 12 and 13. And giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of His holy people in the kingdom of light. For He has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of light of the son he loves. We declare praises of him who has rescued us from darkness, from the kingdom of darkness, into his light, into the kingdom of his son. So when we become a great nation, we are declaring the coming kingdom of God in our midst. So this is the first thing that we learn in order to be that holy nation, in order to be that great nation. We've got to build our life on Jesus' rock. We've got to have the decrees and the commands of God, the whole body. Not selective, not what we want, but the whole of His Word. And that's why we've got to saturate ourselves with the Word of God, with every every aspect of the Word of God so that we can become that great nation, that holy nation that God wants us to be. And the other thing about being a great nation is that we are able to demonstrate to the nations of the world that God is with us, that God is near us, God is in our midst. Let's go back to Deuteronomy 4 verse 7. Deuteronomy verse 4 verse 7. What other nation is so great as to have their gods near them the way the Lord our God is near us whenever we pray to Him? Whenever we pray to Him. That means the nations of the world is going to see us being a great nation because God answered our prayer. And you can be sure This is not small prayer, you know, that God heals your cough and cold. But these are great prayer, great miracles that God has done, you know, that is humanly impossible. But we did it because God is in our midst, because God answered our prayer. And that's a sign of a great nation. We are able to testify to the nations of the world that God is near us that God answers our prayer. So, so that means we must have a great uh, and big God because if you, in your mind, if you do not have a big God, you will not ask big prayer. But God wants to answer big prayer because He wants the nations of the world to be able to see. Isn't that so? Right? It has to be big things that the nations of the world can see. And because we know God's ways, right? So a great nation is one who is able to put into practice the old and the new uh, covenant. Without understanding the old covenant, you can see they are the same thing. They lead to the same thing. You know, we become a holy nation. We become a, a kingdom of priests. It leads to the kingdom of God. And, and, and God is taking the whole world on a journey. And so the, the old covenant, the, the, the laws and decrees, they are the foundation. They are the foundation for the new so that Jesus came and uh, Jesus fulfilled the law and, 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 and we are to through him to, to put them into uh, reality in our life. Look at Matthew 5, verse 17 to 19. Matthew 5, verse 17 to 19. Do not think that I've come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly I tell you, until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter nor the least stroke of a pen will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. Therefore anyone who sets aside one of the least of these commands and teaches others accordingly will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever practices and teaches these commands Will be great, will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. So you see, the body of the Lord, Jesus is saying, every bit will be fulfilled. And we are to teach others uh, to, to these commands, then we will be great in the kingdom of heaven. So so we, we, we teach, how do we teach the laws and the prophets? Jesus said in Matthew 7, verse 12. So in everything, do to others what you would have them to do, uh, do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. So to obey the laws and the prophets has everything to do with our relationship with others. It's not just to do with God. It's just to do with others. When you do to others what you want others to do to you, then it sums up the laws and the prophets. So we got to be that distinguished people, that quality people, that people can see uh, that we love and that we, uh, that we have this kind of life in us, that we care for people. And then to... in the ways of God, because we know God's way, not just the law, not just the letter of the words, we know God's way. God say, I love, uh, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. So, uh, uh, we will not judge people, but God desire mercy, so that repentance will come, so that there will be a, uh, uh, restoration and there will be changes and uh, in terms of the ways of God God's ways are not our ways and then he says in the first Corinthians 1 verse 18 and 19 for the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing but to us who are being saved is the power of God See, so the cross, the way of the cross is the power of God in our life. Being able to let go, being able to lay down our life is, releases God's power in our life to accomplish what He wants us to do. So we know the ways of God is different from the ways of the world. And the Bible tells us if we were to talk like this, people would say you're crazy, you're foolish. Because that's the ways of the world. But we know the ways of God. We know the ways of God is the ways of the Holy Spirit. He leads us by His Spirit in this new way. And uh, so that this this word is written into our heart. And uh, so when we are able to draw from the old and from the new, then we indeed has been disciple in the kingdom of, of God. Let's look at Matthew 13, verse 52. Matthew 13, verse 52. Jesus said to them, Therefore every teacher of the law who has become a disciple in the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of a house who brings out of his storeroom new treasures as well as old. New treasure as well as old. The teachers of the law. You know the ways of the laws. You know the the Old Testament. You know the body of decrees and laws that God gave to Moses. You bring out the good. But now Jesus has come in to proclaim the new and living way. And we bring that out and see that, hey, they are leading us to the kingdom of God. They are leading us to declare the praises of God uh, in the nations, right? So when we're able to do that, then we are great. We are great teachers, disciples of the kingdom of heaven. So this evening, I hope we understand that it's important that we know the word of God. It's important that the Word of God is being practically applied into our life in every area so that we uh, uh, establish that holy nation, that great nation who knows God, who knows the ways of God, who knows the laws of God, and who has God in their midst so that people can see that God is working in our midst, God is answering prayer. And do great things. And this is how we become a great nation. And this is what God wants us to be. A holy nation. So that we declare the praises of Him. Who called us out from darkness into His light. Who called us out from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. The kingdom of His Son. So let's aspire to be a great nation. By knowing God. By knowing His laws his words and and applying it every one of us we are a kingdom of priests we are to serve his purpose we are to serve to build up this holy nation this great nation to declare his praise shall we pray father we thank you for your calling upon our life. We thank you for this great vision that you have given to us that we are to distinguish ourselves because of your working in our life, because of the knowledge and the wisdom that you have placed in our life. We are to distinguish ourselves because we know your ways, we know your heart, we know your thoughts, and we are your treasured possession in order to be that great holy nation that you want us to be, so that we can testify of your goodness and your greatness to the nation, so that the nation can see you with us, answering our prayer. So Lord, we pray that we will be people who know your words, who are saturated with your words. Lord, even though there are times we do not like to hear them, but we want to receive your words, we want to know your words, because it comes from you. And Lord, build us, Lord. Build us to be that great nation, that holy nation, so that we can declare your praises to the nations of the world. We thank you, Lord. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. So the Lord bless you. We'll see you again next week.